last week we talked about specific seasons that you might be in. You might be in summer, you might be in spring, you might be in winter, but no matter what season you're in, you don't need a prophet to tell you what season's coming because God has an order of things. He likes things to be decent and in order. And so part of that is his creation when he said, I'm going to put winter before spring and spring before summer and summer before autumn, amen. He had a system and an order behind that. And so if you find yourself in a season where you are sowing, 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 you're probably in a springtime season. But what's that mean? It doesn't mean that fall's on the way. It doesn't mean that a wintertime's coming your way. It means that there's a summertime that's coming your way. What it means is that there might be a little bit of a waiting period for you. There might be a time for you to become expectant. Amen. Somebody somebody needs to get what I'm saying. When a woman, and I know we've let the children go, but you all know how babies are made, right? And so when, when, when babies get, you know, Get me, I'm not going to go into it. Some of y'all are challenging me today. They're like, I don't know. How, I see, I see, you know, seniors going, I don't know how babies are made. They got children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. They're, I'm going to rebuke the spirit of lion right now. Y'all know how babies are made. And so what happens is when, you know, when the deal is done, when, the, when, the, when you know, when, when the deal's done, the seed is put in. To the place, the, the seed is planted. Thank you. Amen. We're going to go with that. Where the, when the seed is planted, then there is a period. You, there's a time when you've sown your seed, then you have a waiting. Listen, moms and dads, I know my wife would testify if she was out here today uh, that, that she loved being pregnant. She just loved, she, we only had two kids. I'm surprised because really, uh, and she loves being pregnant. She loves the concept of being pregnant, knowing that there's a life that's inside of her. I, you know, and I'm, I'm speaking about it as if I have some kind of first person knowledge, but you know, I can only go based on what she felt, but she had that, you know, she had that seed time that, you know, and I had a very little part in it, um, but then she went on and she had this time of expectancy. And so if you've been in a springtime season, then you planted your seed and then there might be a summertime season coming. And listen, it's not all bad going through the summertime. We talked about it. It's not all bad going through the summer when things are hot and you can get on fire with the Holy Ghost. I wish somebody was in summertime right now. Matter of fact, I wish everybody was in summertime right now because you know what that means is you're on fire for the, with the Holy Ghost. You're on fire because it's hot in your life, but you know something else is coming. Dew season's right around the bend. Harvest time is right around the corner. I've been, I've been, I've been incepted. I've, I've got a seed planted inside of me and I am expecting we come in we say are you expecting from God I wish y'all was really preaching with me today we come in and we say I've been expecting from God but I think every time I hear somebody say I'm expecting from God today I think about an expectant woman she's expecting something but it's not just that she's expecting it any day now she knows kind of when it's coming she knows that this thing's not supposed to come now it's got to come a little bit later because there's nine months about or you know ten months forty weeks that are in that process. So she's expecting that baby, but she's not expecting it tomorrow. She's in the first trimester. Matter of fact, when her promise begins to come a little too soon, they're saying, no, 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 no. When you go in and you're having those Braxton Hicks contractions, when you're having those, you know, false contractions or you have a false labor, the doctor's saying, no, it's not time for you.
you to have that. It's not time for your promise to come to fruition just yet. Why? Because it's still summertime. It's not your due season yet. It's not harvest time for you just yet. There's a time that needs to take place, and God has that order in place. And this morning I've come to tell you that right now I believe our church is in the heat of a summertime. Oh, I, I know that not everybody's on the same page as me. Not everybody chooses. Maybe some of y'all are living in the AC and you're inside the, you know, the frigid air or something. But I'm telling you today that I believe that the church is in a summertime season. We are in the waiting. We are in the hot bed of the Holy Ghost and he is trying to pour out his spirit upon everyone but it's not due season yet we're just in the summertime we're just in the heat of it God's getting something prepared because due season is on its way well why do I keep calling it due season uh, because I'm telling you if we can call it autumn or harvest or fall or whatever you want to call it, but it's the time when we reap amen Let's go to the scripture for just a second. Uh, Galatians chapter 6, verse number 9. I got so excited about the word, forgot the, about the, the, the message, I forgot to read the word. Let's do that. Galatians chapter 6, verse number 9. One verse today. And let us not be weary in well-doing. Man, this, this scripture just resonated in me two weeks, three weeks ago. And I, I was undone. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in, everybody say it, due season we shall reap if we faint not. Amen. Uh, everybody say due season. When, when is due season? It's when, it's when things come due. Listen, uh, when you're expecting a baby... What, what do they call the date when you're supposed to have the baby? They call it your due date. And I've come to tell everybody in this place this morning that we may be in summertime. You may be in springtime where you're planting seed. But I'm coming to tell you that God said that due season is on the way. Due season is right around the bend. What am I telling you this morning? I'm telling you that if you'll come expecting from God and saying, I know that my due date is right around the corner. Why? Because I can feel this thing swelling up on the inside of me. I can feel this promise that is swelling. God is saying to me that my sons and my daughters are going to be saying, I feel the promise inside my belly and it's stirring around and it's, it's kicking and it's prodding and I know that it's about to be delivered. I'm about to be delivered. Maybe you got something in your body that doesn't need to be there and you're saying, I need to get this thing delivered out of me. I'm ready. I feel this thing about ready to leave because I feel due season on its way. I'm telling you that I wish somebody in the house today would say, I see my due season because my due date is coming. The due date. I thought, I thought about it this way too. You know, sometimes you receive that piece of mail that nobody wants to receive. You know, the, the, you, you're always thinking there's a check in the mail, but most time there's the opposite of that. What is it? A bill. My goodness, we get a bill in the mail. And every time on that bill, there's what? There's a due date. When they don't give, when you don't pay the bill, the next thing you know, there's a 
penalty and a past due date, and then there's a final due date, and then there's a, if it's your electric, what is it? It's a disconnect date. It's a turnoff. You know, and I feel in my spirit, and this is where my spirit began to leave. When he said, weary not in well-doing for in due season, I heard the Spirit of God tell me, and you better get a hold of this this morning, I heard the Spirit of God tell me that there's a past due date. There's a past due notice that's been served to the enemy on your behalf. What you've been waiting on has been held up for long enough, and the due date is coming, and you need to be like that landlord that said, listen, devil, that thing that you got a hold of, it's mine. I'm, you may have been having it on loan, but you're behind on your payment, and I'm calling for my due date. What you, what you got is mine, and it's not yours, and I'm calling my due date right now. The bill, listen, we always talk about bills in a negative light. We always talk about how the bills get a hold of us, and they're the, you know, we're, we're enslaved to the, to the lender, and we've got all this due date. I want to tell you today that God has made you kings and priests. He's made you more than a conqueror, and you got some title. You've got some property with a title with your name on it that is yours. You've got some promises that are yours. They're not nobody else's, and they're out there being held by somebody else. The devil's got something right now that's got your name on it, your promise. Uh, I, I look back, and I see name. The devil's got your farm held up right now, but there's a piece of property that's got your name on it, and you need to begin to say, devil, I'm calling for my due date right now. It's time that what's due to me is coming my way. It's due season right now, and I'm telling you that you need to put the enemy on notice today and say, I've got the, my God, the, 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 my daddy owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and he gave that promise to me, and it's not yours anymore. I'm calling forth the bill. I'm bringing the note to you. Devil, you might have had it for a minute, but right now it's due season for me. In the year of Jubilee, in the year of Jubilee, people would give away, they'd have to sell their things all through the years, and they'd have to, they'd have to give away family farms, and they'd have to sell and do whatever they had. Hard times fell upon them. But in the year of Jubilee, it was the year that God gave everything back. No matter what they had, God gave everything back. I believe in that year, everybody was rejoicing because what they had lost, what their heritage was. Maybe you laid up something that was a godly heritage. Maybe your mom and dad prayed for something. Maybe your grandma and grandpa prayed for something. And you're saying, my grandpa was a preacher. My, my daddy was a preacher. And I've been faithful to God. And my kids are not serving the Lord. That thing has been stolen from you. And I've come to tell you it's Jubilee time. And it's time when you can say, it's my due season. There's been stuff that's been sowed in the ground and I'm ready to begin to reap. It's my due season this morning. It's due season. Amen. I need you to get a hold of it this morning because we're getting ready to step into a due season. When things that are owed to you are coming due to you. Amen. It's due. It's time. Look at your neighbor say it's overdue. <laughs> but it's okay because God's right on time. Amen. Amen. I want to talk to you. I'm, I'm getting through this this morning, but I want to tell you about another due season. Listen, I, I, the Holy Spirit downloaded this to me, and I said, oh, my goodness, I've got to preach this word. You see, because I know the, I know the scripture says that in D-U-E season, in due season, God will bless you if you faint not, if you, if you will continue and not weary in well-doing. But I heard the Spirit of the Lord saying, it's D-E-W season. He said, not only is it D-U-E season, but it's D-E-W season. I heard the Lord say to me, it's time for the manna to start coming your way again. It's time for every, every morning when the, when, the, when the dew would clear. 
You see, there was a dew that would come out on the children of Israel. There was a dew. God promised them something. He was their provider. And for a long time, you've been saying, God, I trust you as provider, but, but my needs have not been met. And he's saying, the dew hasn't fallen yet. But when the dew begins to fall, the manna will begin to come out. Your needs will be met in the dew season. And he said, I want to take it a step farther and tell you that if you've been asking of me something, the due season is coming your way. And so go ahead and throw out your fleece today. I heard the Lord say, tell him to throw out the fleece. Tell him to try me and see if I don't care so much about them that I'm going to show them great and mighty thing. I hear the Lord saying in my spirit this morning, throw out the fleece. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to try me. Try. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Try me. He's saying it's due season, D-E-W season, and it's time for you to throw your fleece out before me. There were many of you that used to challenge God. You used to go out to God and say, God, I'm going to do this, but I need you to make sure that it's real and it's right in my life. And so you throw out a fleece and then and then it'd come back and there was dew on the fleece and then you'd say God I know I heard you say it but God I'm going to need you I'm going to put out the fleece again and I'm going to need you to put dew on the ground and not on the fleece y'all know the story right and so right now God is saying to you that it's time for you to put your fleece out what is he saying I got to break it down for you he is saying that you need to test him Try him. Everything that's coming your way, you need to test him. Speak to him and trust him to speak to you. He will show you clearly in this hour what he is wanting to do because it is due season. Look at your neighbor say, it's due season. I need you to tell him like you mean it. Say, it's my due season. It's my D-U-E season. It's my D-E-W season. And guess what else season is? It's the D-O season. It's the due season. It's not time for us to to go and be hearers of the word anymore, but it's time for us to go and be doers of the word. Right now, I hear that uh, all over churches, all over Springfield this morning, there are people going through the motion. They are hearing the word. They are hearers of the word. They're hearing what the preacher is saying, but they're not going out every week and doing what the word of God is saying. And I'm telling you in this next hour, when he makes things come due for you, and when he brings the due in your life and brings the in your life, it's going to be a time for revival, and the time for revival is the time for the do do season because you don't have revival when you sit back and wait for God to move on you. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now that coming to church and sitting down with your arms folded is not going to get God to move. This will not move God. He uh, let me let me explain it to you this way. Jesus already paid it all. He do, God doesn't have to do nothing else. He doesn't have to do anything. God doesn't have to do nothing. It ain't God's due season. It's it's our due season. Coming to church and saying, "God, here I am. Make it happen." That ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. Saying, God, fill the church, but not doing nothing about it ain't going to make it happen. Take the effects off of this microphone, please. Come in, just just saying, oh, yeah, God, God's really getting doing great things in the church. God's building the church. And he, 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 what's he doing? He's building it in spite of you. I don't even want to get you to raise your hand this morning. But I'm telling you, how many of people would be honest with yourself and say, God is building the church today in spite of me? 
How many would say that? When we need to be saying, God is building the church in part because of me. Because I heard his call. And his call a long time ago was the great commission to men. Go forth and make disciples. Go forth and preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. Go forth to every nation and preach the gospel. Compelling them to come in. There's a great commission call upon your life. And yet we are not doers of the word. But this season is a do season. Because uh, I said it a while ago, but it ain't God's D.O. season. It's your D.O. season. It's your due season. It's time for you to stop just being a part of the congregation and starting to be a part of the body of Christ. All of us can be a part of the congregation. Everybody can come and fill a seat. I, I, I don't know if I'll go as far as the preacher, but I heard him one time say, if all you're going to do is come. Now listen, y'all, I'm not saying this. But I heard the preacher say, that if all you're going to do is come and fill a seat, you need to move because there's somebody that's got a purpose that's trying to sit where you need to. You're taking up some space that's valuable because God is not looking for hearers or not on logs or just people to sit around and just hang out and just wait on God to rain down on them in spite of themselves. God is looking for somebody that's going to say, God, I want your word to challenge me, to push me, and to propel me into the promise that you have for me, and I'm going to go out and be a doer of what you told me to do. How do we get revival to happen? You noise it abroad. How did they know that Jesus was moving in the land that he was moving? They noised it abroad. They were going out and telling people on the highways and the hedges. They were saying, there's a man. I need you to understand that there's a man named Jesus. And whatever you have need of, he seems to be able to provide. I can't provide it for you myself, but I know a man who can. Amen. I know this guy. He was He's over from Galilee. I'm telling you, I know this person. And we are living in the same kind of world Today, there are people, I look at the world and I am utterly disgusted and heartbroken. When I look at the situations of the world and I see people falling astray and falling into their own demise and watch man's wisdom take us further and further into a spiraling pit that is called hell. And I look at them and I say, there are dying men and I've got the keys to life and I refuse to go out and give it to them. Everybody outside this walls of these church, every car that I see passing by, Brother Dave, as I can glimpse through the window and see cars passing by every one of them is a lost and not not necessarily everyone but most of them are lost and dying souls that are going to make their bed in hell that are going to find themselves in hell one day and we are the only ones who can deal anything about it you've got the keys you've got the ability it's time to be a doer because it's due season but brother Paul I can't do it on my own. That's okay because it's DU season. You're saying, what is DU season? DU is a prefix that goes in the front of a word that means two. Duo, duet. What am I saying to you today? God said, you don't have to go it alone. God's saying, to, God's saying to you this morning that I'm not calling you to do this by yourself. I'm not calling you to D.O. this by yourself because it's D.U. Me and you together, God said. God said, even for some of you, I'm going to send along a person that's going to be your duo. That's going to be your two. That's going to be your do with you. And he's going to help you make it. You're not alone in this. Listen, I'm sending someone to you in this season. Someone to pray with you. 
there's somebody that's coming along in your midst. I'm prophesying to some people right now. There's people that are coming along that are going to pray with you in this season. They're going to praise with you in this season. They're going to hold you accountable in this season. They're going to keep you pressing on. And if there's nobody coming your way, that's okay because God said, I'll be your do. At Jesse Duplantis had a message. He said, I'll be your too. And I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, tell them I'll be their do. <laughs> I'll be their D-E-W. I'll be their D-U-E. I'll be their D-O. I'll be their D-U. I'll be a partner with them when there seems to be. He said, I'm a friend that sticks closer than any brother. And listen, I heard a preacher say this. It's, it's been in my spirit ever since. Uh, you've heard me say it before. But we think that we've got to get a big old team together in order to win people to God or in order to do something mighty in God. But God said a long time ago that me and one man is an army. Me and one person that would get a hold of me is enough power to send the enemy running. Me and anybody. God and one man. Man and one. Listen, one man and God is a majority. No matter who's coming against you, no matter what thing you're facing, you and God, it's a majority. You've already won. You and God, it's all the power that you need because I, I, I've i said it. I know you've heard me say it, but I'm never going to quit saying it, that if all the people that were created since the beginning of time and every angel that's in heaven and every demon that's in hell and Satan himself stood against God with me and everybody and everything that's ever been created, we'd be no more powerful than if I stood alone by myself against God. Why? Because he is God Almighty. He is El Shaddai. He is the one who is the Almighty Conqueror. And there is nothing beside him. There is nothing above him. And so I'm telling you this morning that it's DU season. Time for you to get together with God and DO what he's calling you to do. I'm telling you this. I wish somebody would just reach out and get a hold of it and say right now, it's due. What's coming due to me is due to me. D-U-E. And I, there's due D-E-W that's falling on on my, on my house right now and upon my promises right now and upon my provision right now and there's a, there's a D.O. down in my spirit that says when the blessing comes my way I'm going to go out and do something about it and I don't have to go it alone because there's a D.U. duo God that's going to stand right beside me and be a friend that sticks closer than any brother somebody rest on your feet this morning and begin to give God praise come on get up on your feet and begin to praise him in this place. Say, God, stand beside me. I'm ready to receive from you. I'm ready to do what you called me to do. I'm ready to be a duo with you, God. I'm ready to not go it alone, but I'm ready to be a part of your mighty army, God, because I'm not alone. You are here with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to the heavens right now. Hallelujah. It's due season. It's due season. I'm ready to reap. I'm ready to reap. I'm ready to receive. I'm ready to receive what you have, God. I'm ready to receive all that is mine. I'm putting out a due notice right now. It's due date time. It's due season time. It's come due time. I'm putting forth my bills for what I have sown into the ground, what I have sown into lives, what I have sown. Well, not only, listen, I hear the Lord saying right now, it's not just what you've sown. It's what grandma and grandpa 
grandpa sowed. It's what mom and dad sowed. You've got some things that are coming due to you that you didn't even have any part in. But God said the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And it's coming your way this morning. I'm so glad he's allowed me to preach blessing today. Y'all know me. I'm not like this. I don't always preach the blessing of God. But he said it's due season for this church. Brother Davies said Harvest Church was kicked down and beat down and they let the enemy get in for long enough. But right now it's due season. Right now it's time to receive what I have for you, says the Lord. I want you, if you want to receive everything that he has, I want you to get out of your seat right now and just make your way to the front of this building and say it's my due season. As you're coming up here, I want you to get it in your mind and say it's my due season. It's my due season. I'm ready to receive. I want what God has for me. Nothing less. I won't settle for less. I won't settle for less. Somebody, you need to declare it today. I will not settle for less than what God has for me. I won't settle for less. And I'll tell you what, right now, if you really understood that dew was around the bend, then you'd understand the summertime is the time for praise. Because any old person can praise God after he done something for you. Anybody can praise God after he blesses you. <laughs> I'm going to challenge somebody today. God has, a, God has a principle in his word. Many of us can't live by this standard, but God said something very simple in his word. He said, oh, no, man. That's what scripture says. Oh, no, man. Matter of fact, when you give something, he says, give it and don't expect to receive it back. When you give to, to your neighbor, then you give all the way. But God had that principle. He said, oh, no, man. I want to submit to you today that God binds himself by his word. There is something that happens, folks, when you begin to praise God for something he ain't given you yet. Because he's, he's bound by his word. He said, if I, tell, if I tell them to owe no man, then I can't be indebted to my people. And I need you to understand that he will never be in debt to us because Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice. He already paid a debt that he, that he didn't know. And we already owed a debt we couldn't pay. But he still, even on top of the sacrifice and on top of the promise and on top of the free gift of salvation that he gave us, he said, if you'll praise me in advance, you'll move my hand. And you can say, God, it's due me because I praised you for it. Can you imagine for just one second what it would be like to be God and have somebody get up every day and say, God, I praise you for saving my children. Every day, every day mama just says, God, I'm waking up today and I'm praising you. I'm not asking you to do it. Like, like I said earlier, Mary, his mother didn't ask him to perform the miracle. She just went ahead and went about her business and said, he's going to do this. He's going to do this because I'm going to put a demand on. You're, you're not asking God to do it anymore. You're praising him because his promises are yes and amen. And so you just, mom gets up every day and she begins to pray. Can you imagine what it would be like on God if in 50 years their, her child dies and goes to hell? And, and, then, and then when you when she gets to heaven, she stands before God and she says, but God, I praise you. I, I praise you all the way. I praise you all the way. Now, I know that God is sovereign and I'm not even pretending to know him. But I have it in my mind and I believe I have it on good account 
said he would not let that happen. That if you praise him in advance, why? Because it's summertime right now. It's the waiting right now. But new season. But the reaping's right around the bend. Due season's right there. It's not just D-U-E season. It's not just D-E-W season. It's D-O season. 